0: Last year, in 2020, YES Communities formally launched the Building Futures Scholarship Program. YES awarded six $2,500 scholarships to eligible students to fund their academic pursuits. This year, we've expanded the Building Futures Program to 10 scholarships. Applications are now live for YES residents and can be found at yescommunities.com buildingfutures or check the link in the show notes. In this episode, we'll check in with Tyrell Hoodlin, a 2020 Building Futures recipient who is taking his acting and dance talents to the next level in his home state of South Carolina. Tyrell, Tell us a little bit about what you're studying. And I know you were a recipient of last year's 2020 Yes Communities Building Future Scholarship.
1: Yeah, Well, so firstly, I can't be thankful enough for winning this award because honestly, without it, I probably wouldn't have gotten this far in college. It was a big help for me and my family. My mom was working two jobs like, to try and keep me going so we wouldn't be like, too deep in debt. You know, college can be hard. I go to school at the University of South Carolina in Columbia. I'm a junior now, and I'm studying early childhood education. I'm really hoping I could be a teacher in the future, anywhere from pre-K or third grade. I really love working with kids.
0: Can I tell you, if you were my pre-K teacher, I would be so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I think that's awesome. So tell us about the application process, because I know it was last year, COVID. I mean, it was a different year. What inspired you to go and take that step?
1: Well, actually, it was my mom. She's the one who told me about it.
0: (laughs) Love you, mom.
1: I think she might have heard about it from maybe somebody in the neighborhood, like one of the um, people at the front office. Watching my mom, like, I don't know, she's just a very selfless woman. Like, she just believes in kindness over everything. And seeing that really inspired me to want to do that, too. I kind of got pushed towards being a teacher. I really enjoy spending time with the kids in the community where I lived in my neighborhood. The satisfaction just of giving back is really good
0: what are you going to do after graduation? Are you going to take time off? Are you looking at working at a school locally near the community, near your mom?
1: I really want to travel and like see what the world has to offer because I honestly haven't been to very many places. Like I've been to Canada and I've been here, but I haven't even really traveled this continent. I think it's really important to learn from experience. So I think being in different places will really help me just learn more about different people and I want to bring that into my teaching as much as I can. So I really want to try to travel as much as possible. But who knows in the end?
0: So what do you like to do outside of school? And I heard you did some dance. So tell me a little bit about this.
1: (laughs) I do dance. It's for a club. It's called Club Project Dance. I found the passion for it in high school, my friend. It's always people encouraging me to do things I never normally would do, which I really appreciate. My friend encouraged me to join the team in high school, and I got on. And I don't know, I just loved it ever since. And everything like I do now just makes me want to like dance or think of dances to do. I love dancing, as well as um, swimming.
0: I don't know, they release
1: some sort of stress for me. They're very calming and relaxing to me.
0: Okay. So since you've gone through this Building Future Scholarship program, and you were one of the first people to go through this, if you could tell any kids out there in the communities, what advice would you give them?
1: I really encourage anybody else out there to apply for it, to please go do whatever you want to do. Really just follow the opportunities that are given to you.
0: Oh, Tyrell, we adore you. I don't <laughs> think this is um, the last of Tyrell. I'm sure we'll be pinging you all all yeah. the time.
2: Remember
0: the name. You'll see it again. The Arupe Jesuit High School in Denver, Colorado offers students a unique, immersive educational experience that prepares them for successful careers in the workforce. We talked with Arupe President Michael O'Hagan and former student Jennifer Ruiz about what sets Arupe apart from the pack and why so many of its students find success in their academic and professional careers. Michael O'Hagan, tell us about the mission of the Arupe School and who is it for and who do you primarily serve?
2: Thanks, Vanessa, for the question. Arupe Jesuit opened in 2003. We're uh, in the north part of Denver. And our hope, you know, it was a two-year process to get the school started. So when conversations began late in 2001 or so, our desire was to open a a school and and serve communities that, um, for a lot of reasons, didn't currently have access to Catholic college preparatory high schools. Formerly, Denver had a rich tradition uh, of Catholic high school education. There there was uh, once 12 or 13 Catholic high schools in Denver. Um, And when we opened in 2003, there were only five. We sit in the site of one Catholic high school that had moved up to the north suburbs, uh, where a mile from Regis University, Uh, Regis Jesuit used to sit on that campus, and now it's down south. We identified a need in the community, and we really wanted to come back to the center city and serve families and students who wanted opportunity for their children, but it wasn't available to them. Average income for a family of four at Arupe right now is just under $41,000 a year. If you were to use some of the federal guidelines, our free and reduced lunch number is is right around 80%. If you were to walk into our building in a classroom, eight out of every ten children you'd meet are living on the margins or in the midst of of some pretty significant poverty. And so that reality manifests itself in in a lot of different ways. I think of Jennifer's class last year. You know, we graduated 100 seniors in 2019. It was our our largest class ever, and We did it from uh, a drive-in movie theater up uh, north off I-25, and it was just an extraordinary evening. But of those 100 students, 60 were the first in their families to earn a high school diploma
0: wow that's a huge success story that's incredible oh my gosh
2: it, isn't that just extraordinary and yeah. the celebration of of graduation at Arupe is, is unlike anything else you'll ever attend it, it's an occasion of joy and of accomplishment and we're defined by the dreams of our families and, and our young people and so graduation night is a is a celebration of the realization of that part of the dream
0: That's awesome. And, you know, I know quite a few Arupe students just through the work-study program here at YES Communities. You know, I've worked closely with Maria Perez and Jesse Estrada, all of our interns here that come through the work-study program. And one thing I can say, they are so hardworking and so dedicated and always willing to help out, you know, especially over this past year with everything happening with COVID. We had to get communications out to our residents. And Maria, being bilingual, she was able to translate a lot of important documents for us last minute. And she's in the tax team and she's doing this for us. So always willing to help and lend a hand at any time, at any cost. So I wanted to ask you, you know, Jesuits are known for setting high academic standards. So why is education, you know, such an important part of the Jesuit mission?
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, and, and certainly that that academic accomplishments, those are really meaningful to us. The world is becoming ever more competitive, critical thinking skills, uh, the ability to analyze well, present your ideas thoughtfully. You know, those are, are all hallmarks of Jesuit education. But I want to go back to, to something you just mentioned, Vanessa, about our students' willingness to help on the work site. I think that's emblematic of this greater idea of Jesuit education. You know, in the building, we talk about formation. Being intellectually competent is a huge part of the profile of our graduates, but we want them to be open to growth, committed to justice, loving religious work experience. And that definition of success is is rooted in in this Latin phrase. It's called cura personalis. The much more simple translation is, care for the person. And so when we talk about formation in Jesuit education, our great priority, uh, and I'll use Jennifer as an example, our great priority was to get to know her as a freshman, as a young person, you know, to know her mom and dad, um, to kind of understand why they were coming to Arupe, and, and you know, what were their dreams for their daughter, we wanted to remind her of how important she was you know we wanted to make sure that she had a sense of her dignity and her worth when students come to arupe it's not as though we suddenly make them powerful jennifer arrived at arupe as this extraordinary young woman with her own power and her own hopes and stuff the education we are able to provide allows her to understand that power better and and for her to access it and kind of target where it is she wants to go in the world, and, and how she wants to contribute. You know, it's the same way for us in our own lives. You know, once you know you're mm-hmm. respected and you're valued and people are going to work on your behalf, you can lean into the work a little bit more. You invest in yourself a little bit more. The, the sacrifices that we ask students to make, it, it's a little easier to make those sacrifices. So that's kind of the richness of the, of the Jesuit tradition.
0: Tell us a little bit about the corporate work study at uh, RUPE.
2: This comes as no great surprise to anybody, but running a school is expensive. Kids are, are uh, expensive. They tend to like to eat every day.
0: Um, <laughs> I you know, know that for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, you,
2: you know, uh, I mean, I, I mentioned already just the extraordinary faculty and staff we have. And, you know, we're, we're part of two networks. There's the Jesuit Schools Network. Um, that uh, nationally that that we are a member of. There's also a second network called the Cristo Rey Network, and Christ the King in Spanish. Um, and so there are now thirty seven high schools across the country, all of which that operate very similarly to arupe. One of the common uh, aspects of it is this work study program. I mentioned when we opened in two thousand and three, we wanted to return to the center city. One of the reasons that Catholic high schools had disappeared in the center city was just the financial realities. Um, our per pupil expense is about $15,200 this year. So for every kid in the building, 15 grand. You know, if, if your mom and dad are making 40,000 a year and and the school is asking you to pay 15,000 in tuition for one child for one year, you know, it's, it's a ridiculous equation. So, the work study program was designed to provide some financial relief. So, every child who's a student of the school is also an employee of our work study program. So, with 440 students, we basically run Manpower Inc. for 440 teenagers out of the basement of our school. And, you know, obviously. The partnership with S yes Communities is a great example of that. But we have 135 partners in the metro area. And so from a student's perspective, you go to school at Arupe for four days a week. And then one day a week, you are out in the community and you're working in, you know, what we refer to as a as an entry-level position in a corporate setting. And it's not an internship, you're not there to view. It it's a pay-for-service contract. Every student in the school earns $7,300 towards their own tuition.
0: You know, I wanted to mention just a little bit, we have a Building Future Scholarship program um, that we announced last year in 2020. And so we offer scholarships to our residents and our residents' children. And then we also offer scholarships to our YES employees' children. And so we wanted to mention to michael that this year we are going to be giving the opportunity for an arupe student $2500 towards scholarship money oh my god so this is for you guys you know that
2: is that is extraordinary the support that our school has enjoyed you know when we opened in 2003 We had 65 kids and only 13 companies hiring. And so for us to now have a student body of 440 students, to have 135 corporate partners and nonprofit partners, we could not have enjoyed that type of growth. And we would not be able to support extraordinary young people like Jennifer without the greater community kind of embracing us we've graduated 979 975 students with another 100 to follow this year and again 50% or more are the first in their families to to earn a high school diploma 95% first to go on to college every single one of those 975 graduates has been accepted to college and and i think the work study program is just a vital component of that because again if you've never had the opportunity to work at a hospital and you've never worked in an HR department or you've never worked at a law firm or you know, in an engineering firm, on and on the list goes, you don't necessarily know why your academic classes are important. You don't know why I should care about trig. Why is it important to rewrite multiple drafts of a paper? But our kids spend 25% of their high school careers in corporate settings. They they build relationship with coworkers and just the way you described, um, you know, they learn that, hey, if I apply myself, if I pay attention, if I ask questions, if I, you know, show up every day, I really can figure out what's going on in this office. And, and to your point, I can be a valuable contributor to the office.
0: You know, I wish that more kids were exposed to um, the work life. Because it is it is different, you know. You have to be on time. You know, you have to be efficient when you're at work. And so, I think a lot of kids maybe get startled when they get out of college and they realize, oh, I've never been in the work environment. So, if anything, having that real life hands on experience, I think, is just such a benefit. At Arupe, Jennifer, you did a work study program and you did one here at Yes Communities. Tell us a little bit about that time and and your thoughts around it. What what did you do? Who'd you meet? How did that kind of shape, you know, maybe where you want to go in the future career-wise? Uh, so
3: I worked at YES for two years, my freshman and sophomore year. So YES was the first company I was ever, like, introduced to. So being placed in these, these institutions, these companies, you get to have an idea of what you do like and what you don't. Like, do you like – like working with people? Do you like working like independently? Do you like working in a team? Being exposed to this early on really does help you understand what you want to do as you move further in like into college. And is this really what I want to do? Do I like this? Am I cut out for this and stuff like that? I would also recommend to do it early because it does give you a lot of experience. Also networking. So getting to meet other people, making those connections, you get Um, referred to many other people and connect and it just opens a lot of opportunities like you mentioned uh, Maria Perez who was an Arupe intern before and I did get to work with her Um, she was actually like the receptionist when I was there my first year Um, so I worked with her she was amazing she was great like she introduced me to so many people and yeah just having yes as like my first company was something that I will always appreciate because I had like no idea how to, how an office ran. Like I knew about, oh yeah, there's an accounting department, an HR department, but I had no idea how like everything correlated. And then just seeing that office interaction and seeing like how all the different departments communicate with each other was really eye opening.
0: Wow. That is such a great experience. And, you know, that's one of the things uh, just being here in the office, the collaboration piece and getting to understand how we can all work together as a team. And, you know, with Maria, you know, she has worked her way up through the company and she's doing some incredible stuff within the tax department now. And, she is just an incredible person. So that's great that you worked with Maria and she kind of showed you the ropes here at YES. Uh, You're at Loyola right now. Tell us a little bit about Loyola. and What are you studying? Uh, I am
3: majoring in neuroscience. Oh my gosh. So I'm studying (laughs) biology, you know, all the sciences. Loyola is really beautiful. The campus is beautiful, even though it's closed for the most part. Things are virtually online, like online school and some events are online, but it's still a lot of fun. Like you still get to meet people, which I think is great, especially like being a first year. You don't know really anyone. So having like these virtual events and like having Loyola's support is just amazing. It's great.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure Loyola, I remember um, just from the school, you get a lot of people from all over this country, but also internationally, which is interesting because you're exposed to so many yeah. different cultures, different types of people. So I'm sure that's oh, that's yeah. been great too.
3: Yeah.
0: I've met many different types of people. It's great. The diversity is great. So what are some of the things that you learned on the job that you're now applying in college at Loyola?
3: One of the major things that I'm learning is communication. Communication is key. So when I was an intern, I would have to like report. I worked a little bit with the accounting department, so I would have to report to like my accounting supervisor and then I would have to report here and here and knowing how to like communicate, how to write an email to sound like professional, to know what you're talking about just how to communicate is something that really does help me in college. It's helped me communicate to my professors when I have like a concern on my grade. I know how to greet them like, hello, professor. And you know, yeah, so communication is definitely something that I learned early on thanks to YES. The immense help that we get from a band, from our corporate partners, like from YES, it really does impact our lives. And it makes, for me personally, it makes me want to continue to work hard you know there's sometimes where you do like get into obstacles you bump into things and just knowing that like there's people that support you there's people that are encouraging you believe in your success that are proud of you for what you've accomplished that's immensely encouraging it continues to support me it continues to encourage me to keep going and i know that that's the case for a lot of other students so just thank you immensely thank you (laughs)
0: Thank you for listening to What Living Means. If you've enjoyed our show, please consider leaving us a rating and a review on your preferred podcast application. We'd love to hear from you. I'm Vanessa Jasinski, and I'll see you next time.